Welcome to the Really Cool Podcast. We want to start by saying that this show is not intended to be taken as factual news or information. We use elements of satire and parody to explore potentially sensitive issues, and some listeners may find our content Probably. offensive. Our show is intended as a form of... Uh, uh, hold on, never mind. We believe that comedy, like all art forms, should be allowed to explore difficult topics and push boundaries without fear of reprisal. We hope to use our platform to reinforce the idea that artistic nuance should be protected. We yeah. understand that some of our content may be upsetting to some listeners. Some of y'all. We do not intend to cause harm no. or offense, but we no. recognize that humor is subjective yep. and what is funny to some may not be funny it to others. It probably won't be. That being said, we want to remind our audience that the views and opinions Don't expressed forget. on our podcast may not be our actual views and opinions. They're not. We use fictional characters, exaggeration, and yeah. other comedic devices to yeah. create a satirical and entertaining experience. That we do. Additionally, the things we Plus. say about people or events may not be true. Probably we may not. take creative liberties or use hyperbole to make a point or create a comedic effect. It is important to us that our listeners understand that we are not presenting presenting factual information or making factual claims. Yeah. We encourage our listeners to engage with us in constructive dialogue and to share their thoughts and opinions with us. We also want... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we also want we also want to remind our audience that our views and opinions are our own and not reflective of any organizations or individuals we may be associated with. Once again, yeah. the views and opinions we express may I mean, not be our actual views and opinions, but rather colorful statements we make for the purpose of trying colorful. to entertain. In fact, this is the Mine case no more color. often than not. Thank you for listening. Black. We hope that our po- podcast will inspire thought, conversation, and laughter for those who tune in, and financial and temporal freedom for all involved in production. And with that, please enjoy the show. And we're back. We did a whole 10 minutes that was really great, and now it's gone. Um, welcome to the Really Cool Podcast. My name is Andrew Pygotowski, a.k.a motherfucking decent dick druzy aka motherfucking horse dick i'm here with my eskimo bro motherfucking jack smith yes sir formerly known as king t and we were just talking about my uh friend group from high school which is it's it's because i want to ask some questions but i don't want to name drop any of these people so we'll just like abbreviate names so who uh, when was the last time you like saw some of these guys uh would have been before i (laughs) before i met my wife okay so it would have been been a while i've been out of the circle for a while yeah Um, me too there's one guy that's uh, been to prison twice that uh, banged his head up against a cop car. <laughs> Anybody local will understand who that is. Uh, I ran into him right after I met my wife. I don't know who that is. Oh, man. How do I, how do I describe this without giving it away? Uh, I don't, don't want to get sued. Abbreviation. CD. CD. Ginger. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah, I I do remember that. I saw him shortly after I met my wife. I used to go over to Jordan's house, or Jordan Wallace. I used to go over to his house. Hey, shout out to Jay Wallace, Big Jay. used to go over to his house, like, basically uh, every day after work, and uh, Chris lived there. (laughs) 
Damn, I'm just throwing <laughs> names out. Um, let's just let's just let's just leave it at that. Uh, I saw him do some things, and I ain't been around that friend group uh, ever since. Yeah, there was a point where, like, after high school, um, I went to raves with them a lot. And it was kind of at the point where, like, I wanted I wanted better for myself, and uh, you just kind of knew, like, it wasn't going to happen around some of these guys. Um, and it's sad, because I care about these people, and they did a lot for me. But I had one, one who I was pretty close with in high school ended up calling me one day. Um, first of all, I fronted him some weed, and he never paid me back for the weed. It was like an eighth. I was like, <coughs> kind of shitty, but whatever. And then he called me one day, like six months later. He's like, I got your money. Let me get an ounce. And then he was like, matter of fact, let me get all, let me get everything you got. I'm trying to, trying to like get a bag or fucking run up a plug or something. And I kn- I've seen this guy rob enough people to know what was up. You knew what was going on. Yeah. And I know, I'm probably pretty sure I know who you're talking about. Is there uh MW? Yeah. Yep. And so it was like, it was like, what the fuck, bro? Like. And then he called me. He was like, bro, I wasn't going to rob you. Like, Or he, like, admitted t- that he was going to s- rob me. And then he was like, but, bro, you know I wasn't going to rob you. Like, you're my boy. And I'm like, what? You just said you were. <laughs> like, and it was like, because he didn't even ask, like, how much I had. He just, like, automatically had the money for it. Yeah, that ain't right. Yeah, you know? That so ain't it was right. like I mean, we like, weren't born yesterday. Yeah, well, it was like, what the fuck? Math and then, is a hell of a drug, man. Yeah. And I saw, like, you know, some of these guys, like, fucking, like, abuse their girlfriends and fucking, it was, it was, it was sad, but I haven't, I haven't talked to any of them really since then. And that's good, man. Yeah. I mean, I don't, at, look at us. You ever think that either of them would be on us? <laughs> I mean, even after they got their whole thing together, you think any of them would stay together that long? I don't know. I'd like to think so, but I don't know. Cause I mean, I was I was going down a pretty dark path at one point, but and I got oh my man, shit we all around, were. But do you, do you know how any of them are doing these days? Have you heard anything about them? Nothing good. Nothing good. Nothing really. good. And I don't want to dwell dwell on negativity. Like what? <laughs> I want to dwell on negativity. The, just pretty much the exact same thing that they were doing about uh, five years ago is still going on today. Man, really? Yep. Yeah, that's um, that's crazy. And I know, like, yeah, bro, slammed his head into a cop car like 26 times. Go on Fairview's uh, police department website. They literally have the video on YouTube. Wow. Yeah, bro, it's actually pretty crazy. <laughs> wow. Man, yeah, I'm he thought he was getting a check. I'm definitely gonna have to. He thought he was getting a check. <laughs> man, you know why else are you doing it, man? You're like, man, oh, they busted me up, man. Like, they came to get me. I was all nice and good, and then they busted me up. <laughs> that is not. <laughs> That's a horrible fucking plan, bro. That <laughs> is a, a hell of a drug. That is a horrible fucking plan, bro. Yeah, it's crazy it like went to meth. Like so quick, man. Like there was a lot of steps missed for some of these people. Like I knew some people that like didn't even drink. Like these people, like they were like, Oh no, alcohol's bad. You just do stupid stuff. And then like I turn around and I'm hearing, Oh yeah, yeah, they on ice. Yeah. I know there there were a couple people we went to high school with that surprised me. There's a girl R L. <laughs> I'm not sure. I didn't really know a lot of the girls in your guys' friend group. Was well, she was. She out. wasn't even in our friend group. She just fucking was just somebody who was like a good student and all this shit. Next thing I know, she's oh, there's like a lot of them. I'm seeing texts like, "You got any eyes?" I was like, "What?" <laughs> and they, you know, what's sad is I bet you, you get texts like that because of people know who you were uh, associated with before. Yeah, I've definitely like, I've definitely had people hit me up. You still talk to TK? 
Tyler Kane. Um, he's doing great, man. Yeah, he he's, he's doing, doing awesome. He's doing dude. good. He's in the trades. Yeah, electrician he's, a, he's a local fifty-seven uh, electrician, man. Shouts out to Tyler, dude. You guys ever worked together? No, we haven't worked together. But uh, I remember when he uh, was first starting to go into the trades, he was gonna come over. He wanted to be a carpenter. Yeah. And uh, he came over, and I gave him some of my old tools, kind of got him set up, man. And then uh, he called me one day and was like, "Yeah, man, I'm an electrician. I got a job as a union electrician." Yeah, oh, man, I'm I, proud of him, dude. He's, I see him; he's doing fun stuff. He's got a girlfriend. Hey, shouts out to TK. Again, yeah, shouts out to TK. I I see. I watch his stories and stuff. Um, every now and then, like slide up on each other's shit. I haven't I haven't fucking seen him in a while, but um, yeah, shout out probably, to TK. He, he came to my house one time since I bought it. He was always he was always a he was always a pretty smart like. He was always a pretty smart dude. dude always was had a smooth. He yeah. al- we always knew he was gonna make it. Yeah, always had a good work ethic about him. Oh, do smooth with yeah. it. Yeah, faux shizzle, faux shizzle. But yeah, man, that shit. And and some of the, some of the guys like were the guys that you didn't even expect. Like uh, DH, you know what I'm talking about? Hmm. DH. I don't know, man. Kind of came in, kind of came into the crew later, but he ended up. I oh, yeah, yep, 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 yep. I know. I never expected him to be on. I wasn't that surprised. I mean, I don't know, cause I knew him. I knew him in like freshman year, and he was always he had a good family, lived in a big house, and uh, it was always the guys that got real fiendy when uh, we all started smoking weed back in the day when we were high school. Yeah, the guys that got all fiendy towards weed and would start like trying to do sketchy shit for a ten dollar bag. You always knew that, like, man, this is this is more than just like having a couple beers with the boys for the guys. You know yeah. what I mean? Well, it's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of, uh, one of the reasons that I fucking, like, mix with that group well is just because a lot of them have really traumatic upbringings, and it's really, like, a lot of them, like, came from drug addiction and shit, so you, you, you know, when you come from that environment, it's so much more likely that you're going to go down that path. See, that surprises me, because I always thought y'all clicked together because you were all Abercrombie boys. No. Y'all all dressed like you had money, and I was over here in Walmart Airwalks. Oh, <laughs> uh, I fucking, yeah, I was, I was swaggy, I was swaggy. Yeah, y'all had some swag. I mean, I always had, nah, I'll take it back. I always had some shoes, man. I always had some real cool shoes back when Osiris's were out. Yeah. And I had probably three pairs. But we had, I started selling weed freshman year. And then I started working sophomore year. I never sold weed or did weed ever in my life. Yeah. (laughs) So (laughs) I started selling weed freshman year. So I always had some money that way. And then my, my dad had money. Um, my mom is a drug, I guess she's, I don't know, once you're a drug addict, you're kind of always a drug addict, but she was an active drug addict and alcoholic, like, throughout, up until, like, two, three years ago. And oh man, that's good she got it together. Yeah, well, she's kind of, you know, she's kind of old now and can't really, like, her body can't Yeah, she can't it. wake up anymore yeah. after that stuff, man. I can get that. And, uh, my dad always had money, but me and my stepmom didn't get along, so I got... When I was 15, I got kicked out of the house for the first time. I didn't even have a driver's license yet. Then I was back for, like, a few months. Then I got kicked out again when lived with Gabe Slocum. Then I got kicked out. shout out to Gabe. Yeah, shout out to Gabe. I I got kicked out again and then went and lived with Gabe Slocum again. Then I never went home after that. Um, That dude was a real one for sure. Him and Forrest both, man. Shout out to both them boys. Gabe and Forrest, they're both... um, 
they're both doing pretty well. Gabe, I actually just talked to his mom yesterday because I his phone number like I don't know if he like changed his phone number or I lost it, but he's always like making new Facebooks and shit. Yeah, so, I know. I always get random messages, and I'm like, "What's up?" Yeah, it's hard to, hard to get a hold of him, and he uh, apparently he's he's doing pretty good. Um, I mean, it, they look like they have a fun life. I mean, I just saw uh, Forrest got some corgis. Corgis are adorable. Yeah, Forrest got some corgis. He's out in Colorado, man. I went and man. saw him. Um, I went and saw him 2017, me and uh, Devin McConnell and Dakota. Hey, shouts out to Devin and Devin. <laughs> I, I don't know, man. When uh, me and Devin McConnell uh, added each other on Facebook, I saw he was dating a girl named Devin, and I think that's so cool. <laughs> I got beef with Devin. That's so sweet, man. <laughs> yeah, I got beef with Devin. Uh-oh. I don't like Devin. Uh-oh. He, Which uh... <laughs> the male. <laughs> I was like, what you got beef with somebody's girl for, man? The male. I don't really, I don't really have beef with him. I just never want to see him again. Um... I got a few like that. But I went to, uh, we we all went to Colorado and we saw Forrest when he was up there. He, he's got, he's married now, I think. I yeah, think they're I, saw ma- that, man. I don't know if they're married or engaged. I think they're married. He's in a bad, dude, he got so good at guitar. He was always good at guitar. Dude, he was always good at guitar. I remember when he first started, he was like better than any, like, better than anyone I knew, you know, as far as like people I knew personally that oh, played guitar. Oh, do you remember guitar. Wyatt? Wyatt Horn? He could no, yeah, I do remember. Wyatt, Wyatt Horn was an absolute slayer on guitar. I met him when I was thirteen, and really? he was already an absolute savant. Really? Yeah. Because I remember, I remember Forrest. He knew a thing or two, and he could he could play. But now he's just doing so much more intricate shit, and it's like his performance is so much smoother than it was back when I knew him. But he was just like starting out, and for because he, I think he'd only been playing guitar for like a year or two. Whenever I like met him, and fucking, I mean, he was he was for a year or two. When to it he was pretty good but i see some of his uh the clips of his performances on facebook and dude's fucking dude's fucking that's gotta be so fun dude yeah it's yeah dude i wish i knew how to fucking shred but um i mean i could play but i man, i'm not going up on stage for guitar man yeah i mean i could be one of them you randomly pull out of the crowd that can play the bridge and only the bridge yeah that's about it man yeah because I, I know a lot of guys that can play like songs that other people wrote and some guys can just like kind of freestyle on the guitar and that's where like four is like writing his own songs he can sing now too oh that's what's up man yeah you can sing now too it's it's good to see him doing good i always kind of knew like him and like him and gabe you never really expected to get into some super shady shit no dude they were always just kind of in their own land yeah, they're just, you know you know stoner they're hippies man. nothing wrong with being hippies. a stoner it's crazy Modern like hippies. yeah crazy how many people would write you off as a fucking in high school how many people like wrote me off as a bad kid because i like sold weed or like didn't go to school and then like because i started doing psychedelics now all these people are doing psychedelics it's fucking trendy now yeah. you know oh yeah dude i remember i was one of the younger people to start uh trying experimenting yeah with things i remember everybody calling me a stupid stoner yeah used and to then get it was like two years later they're like you know where i can get some no man i yeah. don't do that <laughs> used to get ostracized for this shit man exactly i mean we were children dude like yeah. Yeah. You, guys, you, you guys all thought you were somewhat better than other people, and none, mm-hmm. none of y'all were. There was a lot of that at our high school, I feel like. God, the division was real, yeah. dude. The division was super real. There was a lot of, I mean, it's a well-to-do area, military area, a lot of, a lot of whites. Uh, I had a lot of friends that I was only friends with when they were alone, and that was kind of petty, man, looking back at that stuff. Yeah, I had a lot of that, too. 
like you see him in school and you're like what's up uh i'm just throwing a name uh what's up dom he's like man who's you Mm-hmm. Bro, we literally just hung out at my house and watched three hours of Dave Chappelle show. Hey, you know who you are if you're Dom. It's not your real name, but you know who you are. Yeah, a lot of <laughs> a lot of girls that didn't want people to know that they were talking to me. Oh yeah, I didn't know yeah. any any girls talking to me. Yeah. I was a virgin until I got married. Were you really? No. I did, yeah, I knew <laughs> I knew that I knew that you weren't actually. Man, I was trying to es- sound innocent. Eskimo Bros. I was trying, man. I was trying to sound innocent, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I forgot. I forgot. I fucking called you my Eskimo Bros. Beginning <laughs> of the fucking podcast, which is true. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna get dive into that. <laughs> we're Sam, Eskimo, honey, we're, I love you, Sam. We're Eskimo Bros. with a lot of people. <laughs> oh, Fallon. Um. Oh, Fallon. Fucking. So, I guess we gotta fucking redo this part. You're a comedian now. Uh, yeah, sorta, kinda sorta. Who are your favorites? Who are your favorite comedians? Uh, I mean, Theo right now. Honestly, Theo is just the god. Uh, but after that, man, I like to go back. I like some of the older stuff. I love Mitch Hedberg. Yeah, Mitch Hedberg's fire. Man, I love some of that. Man, I grew up listening to Dimitri Martin. I always thought okay. he's so awkwardly funny. Love him. Hate Dane Cook. Used to love him, but man, that dude is on some, uh... He was, uh, stealing jokes, wasn't he? No, he's, uh... Minor attracted person. Is he really? Yeah, there's some there's some rumors going around about basement parties and Seth Green was involved and yeah, oh, man, you can't even watch Robot Chicken. Some Crystalia shit. <laughs> yeah, some Crystalia shit. Which is a bummer because fucking Crystalia is funny as hell. Yeah, man, Crystalia is hilarious. He's a funny fucking pedophile. Um, I, I like. Who's your goat? Oh, man, 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 man. That's a hard, hard question. I've got to say Robin Williams just because the way he was able to piece together uh, all of that comedy, all of those bits, all of those things in a stand-up performance, you could actually visualize the story and the performance he was trying to give, even though he's just standing there jumping around. Yeah, yeah. I, um, I'm a Chappelle guy. Love Chappelle. Chappelle's the goat. Uh, Cat Williams is up there for me. A lot of people sleep on Cat. I love Cat Williams. Yeah. I like old Cat Williams, man. I guess I haven't really cracked up at his stuff since uh, kind of back in the day. Man, the fucking the set that he had in Grand Theft Auto 4. Oh, the man. everyday I'm oh, hustling man. set, bro. That shit was fucking hilarious. He's I'm going like, to go home and listen to that again. <laughs> he was like fucking skipping to his loo, throwing shit in the fucking shopping cart. <laughs> yeah, man, that was hilarious. Yeah, bros, bros of fucking menace. Bros of fucking menace. Uh, Patrice O'Neal's up there. R.I.P. I like Rogan, but not really necessarily as a comedian. I like more just what he does for the comedy world. His, yeah, I, I definitely like him for that aspect. I love his podcast. He, um... When, because he's he filmed a special that I don't know why he hasn't come out with yet. Um, he's been sitting on some material. Like his his comedy's always been decent. You know, it's not bad. It's not you know I wouldn't put up put it up there on the level of some guys. But the set that he did when we were in Austin at the Vulcan Gas Company was fucking fire. It was the best best work I'd ever seen from Rogan. It was re- it was really really good. And we um so we went the Vulcan Gas Company was. Uh, it's like an old rock club and they had seats like on the floor you know in front of the stage and they had a bar area 
that was kind of off to the left of the stage. You couldn't really like see the stage from it, um, or you had like a really bad view of the stage from it. Then they had an upstairs balcony area that had tables along the balcony, and then it had tables against the back wall that you couldn't see the stage from. You had to watch the shit on the fucking on the screen. So. We we went and saw Kill Tony the first day, and we sat at the bar. We could still see enough to enjoy it. And then we went and saw Rogan, Ron White, Tony Hinchcliffe, and Hans Kim on the next day. And we just got general admission tickets, and we got there you know, towards the sun time the show was going to start. So they set us up in the balcony where you couldn't see the stage. And I was like, what the fuck? So I went down and talked to the door guy. I was like, hey, bro, like, uh, we can't see the stage is there any way like can we just like stand up somewhere or whatever and then he you know we came all the way from St. Louis to fucking watch this shit and then he was like let me figure something out then he came and grabbed us and he sat us at the table in the front row right in front of the stage by the stairs where the fucking uh, comedians walked up on stage so we were like front row for the show. that's sweet yeah and it was fucking it was fucking awesome it was a great show um but yeah, Rogan Rogan's new shit. I don't know why he hasn't dropped this special yet, but it's fucking uh cuz he doesn't have to. Yeah, he doesn't have to, but I know he was talking about he was going to drop it whenever he opened up the mothership. And then maybe he wants to record it at the mothership. Maybe, maybe. That'd be kind of sweet. I kind of want to see it live from the mothership. I've seen a couple little bits and pieces uh on TikTok and stuff, but that's about it. I'd like to see that. I think there's a couple guys that have filmed their specials there already it's um i need a new ron white special yeah ron white was doing ron white was into because he did a uh he did a podcast with rogan i didn't know it at the time but on the podcast he was like doing a lot of his jokes and then i went to when i went and saw him it was a lot of those jokes so i don't know if he's coming up with a lot of new material or what but he he fucking he's funny as hell man man i love ron white. he's funny that's how i got into uh stand-up it was the blue collar comedy tour yeah for me it was george carlin old george carlin reruns yeah george carlin's a fucking he's interesting because he would like write essays and recite them word for word on stage <laughs> he was so he was so weird it was amazing. yeah and he went on a 20 minute tangent about uh toenails dude and that was and a lot of fu- i'll never forget it a lot of carlin shit to me wasn't even like wasn't even necessarily funny it was like presented in kind of a lighthearted comedic way but a lot of it was like really deep shit that made you think that just had some punchlines in it oh yeah he definitely had that he He uh, had some opinions man he had a platform and he stated his opinions. and he was like he was like like a lot of people see the world in a carlin-esque way now like a lot of people kind of like when it comes to government and religion a lot of the takes that people have on this they don't even know but Carlin was like the first person that was talking about this shit. He was the first person to really come out and, you know, spout some of these ideas. Like, uh, well, he was the type of person you could play off as it's just comedy. You know, a lot of other people try to take that platform and all the different stances that he took on stuff and they couldn't do it because they were it was meant as fact out of their mouths out of his mouth he can always play it oh it's satire parody yeah yeah talk about Carlin some more I'm gonna adjust that camera uh well that joke with the fingernails he like (laughs) said you like bite them and then you play with them for a little while and it's like super weird man you know I actually when I talk about it it doesn't sound funny at all um so yeah that's the talent George Carlin had can you recite the bit 
Absolutely not. It was 20 minutes long. 20 minutes long. <laughs> yeah, he had some. I'm, I'm bad at reciting bits, but he had some. Uh, I can barely recite my own bit. <laughs> oh, man. I do that every single fucking pod, Dude, the bro. technical difficulties of this studio is hilarious. I've watched some of the last ones. I don't remember this happening. Am I just a bad luck charm or what's going on? <laughs> You'll see, ever since we started putting that light right there. That's been happening a lot. Oh, Because the got fuck you. the cords right here, so my foot just smacks into it. I do mostly listening. I don't really see all the videos. <laughs> yeah, we haven't. I've been slacking on uploading the fucking videos. It takes, like, it, uploading an hour long or hour and a half long video to YouTube is fucking an insane process, bro. Well, how does it take a long time? It takes so like, the last pod I uploaded took like eight hours. You need fiber. I had to go. I do need fiber. <laughs> I had to go to fucking, I had to go to work. So I started uploading it at night and I had to go to work and I was going to be gone all week. So I had to have my mom like come in at the end of the day and shut my computer off and shit. It was fucking messy. It was messy. But yeah, it rough. and fucking like lining up the audio, the computer always lags when I do it. It's a... Uh, we need a producer for sure. We need a producer because eventually, eventually, we're whenever we move in together and we're planning on going to Texas and or whenever I get my own place, we're gonna set up like because we gotta fucking set the studio up every time we do a podcast, you know, because there's really no room to do it up there. And I'm gonna have a room like a dedicated podcast fucking creative studio. And at that point, we're gonna have you know three to four cameras we're gonna have better audio equipment which is all good but it's gonna be so fucking complicated to like operate bro you need a producer i need a fucking jamie bro you need a jamie i need a chin i need right a now it's just a labor of love yeah it's the labor of love man it's the labor of love and then fucking the really good podcast is a thing now yeah i saw that they stole that from you i actually remember her mentioning some guy named echo uh, no, she didn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was like episode one. You'll have to go back and listen to all her podcasts. She she stole it. Yeah. And then she got that Drake interview. What Drake actually, he wanted to do this podcast, but he got mixed up when yeah. he got the letterhead, man. It's, it happens. I wouldn't be fucking surprised. I wouldn't be fucking surprised. But I do feel like she had to have seen our podcast, which is, I mean, it's a really good podcast, not the really cool podcast, so she didn't technically steal her name, but... I just wish she had a good podcast, because then you might get some accidental plays. It's not like... You know, like, people aren't looking it up, man. A lot of people, she's got hella views, bro. On the Drake video, which is down. The Funny Marco video's huge. I love Funny Marco. Yeah, she's got... The Tyga video's pretty big. She's got she's got some clout. She, it is... I think it's a good podcast. I think it's funny. Did you see her episode with uh, Rick Glassman? I have not watched anything except for the Drake interview. She... I think it's disrespectful. She stole your name. So she went on... <laughs> <laughs> she went on she went on Rick Glassman's podcast. I forget if he went on hers. Yeah, he went on hers first. And you know how Rick Glassman has that kind of like awkward fucking autistic yes. style. Yes. Yeah. And she kind of has like a similar thing. Yeah, real awkward. Yeah, so she came on his podcast and they did like, I think it was just a bit, but like for the first 30 minutes they were just like arguing with each other and trying to fuck with each other psychologically. And then it got into an actual interview where she kind of broke character and started talking. Pretty interesting. But I heard with the Drake shit, I heard that um, he, so he played Rack City by Tyga in the podcast. Drake did? Yeah. And he owns. That's mad disrespectful. Well, he owns 
Tyga? You can't own people anymore. Well, no, he owns that song. <laughs> Drake owns the masters of that song, I think, or OVO owns it or something. So having that, having that song in the YouTube video, he if he wants to can like copyright strike it and make her take the video down but why would he agree to the interview and then do that unless there's something fishy going on well it might have been some like maybe he was trying to fuck and she didn't want to so he put that in I there i heard they did he put that in there intentionally i heard they did he's not going to go through effort for it yeah i don't know i heard he tried maybe but i heard he put that in there intentionally it's kind of like a like a form of blackmail apparently that's like a thing people do that in business drake's fucked up man Man's they a, all fucked up. Man's a city boy. You know, I named uh, every company I've ever had after Kanye West songs. Uh, really? All, all the lights decorating. Shouts out. Homecoming renovations. Also shouts no out. No shit. <laughs> Coming soon, power painting. <laughs> yes, sir. Uh, you know, and it's kind of hard when you see somebody that you find so iconic go into kind of the state he's in. Yeah. I ran into the same type of situation. Uh, I mean, obviously the Cavs, the Duke. My son's name is Kyrie. I am an insane Kyrie Irving fan. Yeah. Who has that been hard? Yeah, he, um, you know, I don't mind his juice stuff. I just wish he'd play. Yeah, man. And, you know, like, it ain't that hard to tell the earth ain't flat, man. You've, like, flown all around it, dude. You went to China. Yeah, for real. Like, bro, you think See, that stuff? I don't. I don't know. I think he got. I think they were a bit harsh on him for the Jews stuff. I th- all he did was share a fucking link. I agree. Yeah. He probably didn't even watch it. When the hell does he have time to watch that? Yeah, and I mean, fucking He's busy selling John Morant guns. And nobody, nobody got on Amazon's ass for giving the documentary a platform. You know. Speaking of Amazon, Amazon's off the wall. You ever heard of Quan Mills? No. Oh, man, I got to look up some of the names of this. Quan Mills, you got to look him up. He is the craziest writer that you've ever seen in your life. He wrote a book called pa- <laughs> Pastas Eat Pussy Too. Facts. He wrote uh, EBT Thoughts. <laughs> what are these books about? Like, they're what they're are urban th- novels. Have you ever read any of them? No, but God, I want to. I'm about to get... He's actually free on Audible. Hold up. I'm actually going to like look up some of these because I want to make sure that uh, Quan Mills really, really gets his flowers because this man has done more for the culture of urban novels than anybody else. I've never heard anybody reference the culture of urban novels. <laughs> That's the first for yeah, me. You've never been to jail. Yeah. <laughs> Have you been to jail? I've been to prison, buddy. <laughs> no, no shit. Yep. Can you tell that story on the pod? Nope. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Can you tell that story off the pod? Absolutely. All right, cool. <laughs> All right, so we're going to go through some of the uh, great books written by uh, one of the greatest authors of our generation. I would actually compare him to Hemingway. Um, he's honestly that good. Uh, he's wrote Old Thought Next Door. Great, great movie. T-H-O-T? Or great book, great book. Yes, T-H-O-T, Old Thought. Yep, old lady. Uh, I mean, I can't really go into some details, but I can tell you one excerpt was, uh, Oh, grandbaby, I ain't never had nothing like that before. Oh. Both of y'all, two guys at once. <laughs> yep, uh, yep, yep, that's an excerpt from that novel. I this recommend my, you read. If you, if this you is my kind of grandma. <laughs> you got, uh, this hoe got roaches in the crib, which honestly, if you've never been through that situation, then that book is not for you. If you have, man, you gonna love it, <laughs> man. And then, uh, pastas eat pussy too. 
part two. How is, how is he spelling pussy? P W U S S Y. Pussy. That's my favorite way to spell it. Past is eat pussy too. <laughs> That's fucking wild. I'll have to check him out. Yeah, uh, if you've never got out. Audible, you can get uh, one of the audiobooks for free on Amazon. I've been thinking about. I've been thinking about writing a book. Man, if it's that easy, I want. Shoot, sure, you're never gonna beat Quan. I gotta. I gotta like figure out my like punctuation and shit. Cause sometimes I feel like I be using too many commas and I don't know where to put hyphens and semicolons and shit. Bro, but upload like, the whole thing to OpenAI. Tell it rewrite this for me. I've been thinking about. I got a. I got Chat GPT four. I. Paid, oh, you got it. I got the monthly subscription. Yeah, I got. Um, they do all. Does that one curse? No, I don't believe so. Because I used to be able to curse. Now they can't curse. I haven't asked it to, but I use it. I use it to write like product descriptions, and. Uh, Product descriptions and 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 like titles for YouTube videos and video descriptions and um, it comes in handy for sure. It comes in super handy. But I've thought about that. I've thought about just uploading it in OpenAI and having it rewrite shit for me. Um, Actually, I think there's uh, a couple websites out there that you can just. Like type the book on that website and it'll give you recommendations and tips before you even leave the page. Well, I have Grammarly. Grammarly is yeah. that one, one of those? Yeah, it's like a keyboard extension that'll that'll like use proper grammar. What are some uh, of your ideas? What do you get thinking for book? Mostly like what I'm what I'm thinking right now, and I actually do have like a little bit written that I could contribute to it. It's just not really organized, but uh, it's basically like debunking pop psychology and toxic po- positivity and shit. So like the idea that uh, all you got to do to receive love is love yourself or fucking um, some like more basic law of attraction shit and some like uh, everything you need comes from within, you know, like a lot of like, like an anti self-help book against all of these fake, uh, you know, get rich, get love, you know, those yeah, kind of books. yeah. Cause I, you know, I've, I've been in therapy and I've been into psychology for a long time because I fucking had a, you know, traumatic upbringing and it felt like the subject that I need to get into to like solve the problem. So I've read a lot of books by like doctors who have been practicing this shit for a long time. I'm in therapy, you know, I kind of like, and, and there's like a clear disconnect from what's healthy in these mainstream ideas. You know, people, people forget how much, you know, um, like life expectancy is directly correlated to the quality of a person's relationships like everything a person needs does not come from within they're obviously people are nuanced and like they're those people that can just go up to alaska by themselves and fucking live in the woods forever and be happy as a clam but like most people need that sense of community and people don't fucking connect with other people based off how much a person loves themselves they base it's more based off common interests and personalities and lived experiences and shit like that and the shit like and there's a lot of like toxic dating shit that I know 
people have uh, like dramatically oversimplified and I feel like a lot of people apply these ideas and a lot of people get mistreated by people who apply these ideas. I agree, man. I think a lot of generalizations are made. Yeah. You know, so yeah. like like you said that uh, the key to loving finding love is to love yourself. That's one of the things you're trying to debunk. And you know, that might actually be a true thing for somebody. There might be yeah. somebody that is down and that's how, but it's not a one size fits all. And I mean, it's none of us are one size fits all people. Yeah, and it's like obviously self-love is important. There's just a lot more pieces to that puzzle, you know? Cuz like if you're the only person who loves yourself, and that's how that's how shit is like usually the Kanye more West. usually the more a person what'd you say? Kanye West. Yeah. Nobody loves Kanye the way Kanye loves yeah. Kanye. And usually like if you're a person who has a solidified sense of self-worth and a lot of self-love, you're going to be a very original person. You're not going to conform. You're not going to change your personality in order to be accepted by anyone else. And a lot of the, some of those people are just naturally the kind of people that, you know, become like popular and become like very like big figures in their communities and some of those people are kind of weird and artsy and they're loners and they you know maybe confrontational or whatever like a lot of those people aren't the types of people that the vast majority of people are going to gravitate to see i've come to the conclusion the older i've got that nobody nobody really loves themselves the way they really really think they do you know, you see somebody that you think really loves themselves. They have it all put together. Man, don't you act that same way, too? Everybody has insecurities, man. Everybody when it, when has. somebody look at you and think, man, that guy looks like he's happy. He looks like he's got, got it all going on. But all you don't time. think that about yourself. All the time. Which I means mean, that we're all, we're, I mean, we're all the same. There's nobody out there that's got it figured out. If they did, they better tell us. Yeah. Yeah. And I do, like, I've my mental health has improved a lot over the years, basically because I fucking dove into this shit, you know? Um, and... and and usually I'm I'm pretty pretty confident. Um, I don't have a lot of insecurities, but I have insecurities. And like part of confidence isn't like a lot of people think it's bravado and just thinking you're the shit. What confidence really is is just accepting who you are and acknowledging that and doing your best to better yourself but also acknowledging where your weaknesses are and like it's like it's like the bravery thing you know like bravery isn't not being scared it's being scared and doing something anyway right yeah, I mean, yeah. there is no bravery if you're not scared of it i mean you're not brave for jumping off that mountain you're brave that if you went to the bottom of it and you're like oh man that's a fall jump and you still did it anyway it's the facing of the fears yeah, and sometimes if you're not scared, you're fucking delusional. But you shouldn't be scared of haircuts, Hayden. That was for my kid. Kid literally threw a temper tantrum <laughs> last night for two hours because he wouldn't get his hair. He didn't want to get his haircut. He didn't want scissors, and then he didn't want clippers. So, like, what do you want us to do, bro? Who cuts his hair? My wife. Okay. Because he's an absolute nightmare in a great clips. Oh, I just ripped a fucking big one. I felt great. Oh, oh. No. I don't match a sense of smell anymore. Oh, did you get COVID? No. I just smoked cigarettes for a lot of years. Okay. <laughs> hey, you might catch a whiff of that one. I don't know. I'm trying not to breathe through my nose. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like a lot, a lot of that shit, and I think people get hurt because it's it's like a side effect of American hyper individualism. You know, people are like really like falsely self-assured, and a lot of people in America, I think, have a false ego, and there's a lot of like. 
a lot of like narcissistic tendencies in America. A lot of people are really out here trying to get attention and they're really like willing to do whatever for attention. They're willing to do whatever to like a lot of like people aren't focused on finding practical solutions to problems. They're especially if they have a problem with another person, they're more focused on feeling like they're they have the upper hand feeling like they're winning the conversation and yeah. feeling like you know and I, I think that shit's like mad toxic i've been you know i've been on the receiving end of a lot of people that think that way and that's something i know a lot about so i feel like i could really like write some shit and kind of debunk it and i feel like that would be a good thing to put out into the world so that's why i retreat into the country man i try to stay so far away from drama and i think the only way that i can really do that is the only people i hang out with is my wife and my two kids yeah i love i love some of the guys i work with man i mean honestly i couldn't couldn't be more thankful for some of the brothers i've made through this union and through this company but uh, that's basically all i really need as far as friends you know yeah i mostly would just rather stay out in the middle of the woods i got cornfields on three sides of my house yeah only got a neighbor one direction that's fucking great that's the fucking dream it's sweet man so i don't have to really worry about the sociology and how people work with each other because i just just avoid it all yeah i try to stay above it i try to just kind of stay in my own lane and you know it's been working for me for the last few years so god willing it'll keep working for me yeah that's a man that's that's a goal of mine you know if you got if you got like a wife and kids it's not like the greatest climate for dating in america i feel like but if you can find that if you can find that person that's really down for you and you can you can cultivate that relationship and you can have children and you know that's like the most fulfilling thing that a person can do i feel like it's pure luck honestly from my experience with my marriage it's pure luck because i i 100% am not the type of guy that deserves any of the life that's been given to me. I mean, let's be honest. I was a relatively bad guy like pretty bad guy and I've just been given the best blessing of my wife, man. See, I don't know. I've never I've never thought you were really a bad guy. I think because when I I mean we were well obviously you missed a whole chapter that we're going to talk about after this pod okay yeah remember we were talking <laughs> yeah okay yeah I guess <laughs> there so. was a pretty major chapter in there yeah because I always I always just thought you were a stoner yeah I wish I would have left it at that but I mean I never did well okay okay I better rephrase that I never did anything harder than that myself and then we'll leave it at that I did um. I did meth three times accidentally. The first time... Did you trip and fall into a meth pipe? No. So what happened was... Somebody throw it at a campfire? The first time somebody offered me some... I, this was 2015. I was 17 at the time. And I was hanging out with a guy. Somebody offered some ice. So you thought it was for your polar a line pop? Of, a line of ice. Uh-huh. Well, it was like this white... Like, it was crystally, but I'd never done coke or anything at that moment. And I thought it was coke. Did he not? Which you just told me he said it was ice. Yeah, but I thought ice was coke. I didn't know what, I didn't know what ice was. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Let's, uh, let's uh, fund the... Because I didn't, program, I didn't know, I didn't know you could, I didn't know you could snort meth. I thought it was just, I thought you could only like smoke it or inject it. I honestly wasn't aware of that either. Yeah, yeah. So I fucking, I'm learning. I did it because I thought it was coke, which is I've done coke a few times. I don't like coke, and it's not something that I'd ever do again. The only bad part about it is it's, it's a, eh, is it, it is 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 expensive. God, man, that was just a whole nightmare. It's exp- like I did it there. Yeah, it's expensive and it doesn't last long and it doesn't. A lot of it's fentanyl and it just doesn't make me feel good. Every time I do it, I just get anxious. So I've d- I've done it a few times. I've experimented it. 
it with it, but it was never. What was the thing? You, you slip fentanyl in there? What? Some people slip fentanyl in there. Yeah, like a serious? lot of coke's fentanyl now. That's Fentanyl's sad. fucking anything like That's any sad, pill, man. anything powdery. You got to be careful as fuck. Um, so I did this. I did this line of ice, and then I was like, I was up. I was like. Like, 30 minutes had gone by, and I was, like, just now getting, like, high as fuck. And I was like, damn, I thought Coke only lasted, like, 15 minutes. He was like, nah, bro, that's ice. And I was like, what? What's what's ice? Now, who's, like, now who's the person? Is this a person that's he's, in the friend he's, group? He's, he's dead now. His name is Kilo. He was a rapper. R.I.P. Um, yeah, he was, he was an older. He was, like, a 30-something-year-old guy giving 17-year-olds meth. But he was... That's terrible. He was a cool dude. He just had... He had his problems. Sounds like O'Fallon. He had his... It was uh, Belleville, actually. Just as bad. Yeah. But he, uh, he had his problems, but Kilo was, al- Kilo was always good to me. Um, and so I did meth, and I was fucking... I was high for 24 hours. My dick was tiny. I couldn't piss. So, like, 10 hours had gone by. See, I thought that was what people did on that stuff. Uh, maybe I have no understanding on how this drug works, man. 10 hours Ten hours had gone by, and I wanted a cigarette. So it was, like, 6 o'clock in the morning, and I go walking around. I go, I walk, like, three or four miles trying to find somebody to bum a square off of. And I finally find somebody on their porch smoking their morning cigarette. And I'm like, hey, man, can I bum a square? And he gave me, like, three cigarettes. I get back to the house. Hey, shouts out to Belleville, because Belleville really was like that, man. Yeah, yeah. You used to be able to walk. I could be lost in Belleville. I get back to the house, right? And... Everybody's crying. Everybody's freaking the fuck out. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? So the lady who owns the house pulls up, and she's got one of the cats in the back of the truck, eyes bulging out of its head. That is a doornail. It just got hit by a car. So I'm on meth like, what the fuck? <laughs> you Did know? you try to jumpstart the cat? No, no. I just I just saw it and like I couldn't cry or anything because I was on meth. <laughs> like, so I just went back upstairs and I tried to go to sleep and eventually I got to sleep and it was fucking wild. The other two times I bought some Molly that ended up being meth. Yeah, that, that I've heard a lot of stories of that. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm lucky that I kind of stayed away from the rave stuff, mostly because, uh, I don't know, man, I didn't like the music. See, I, I like the raves. I still like a lot of EDM music. And Do you have the gloves? No. No, I didn't get that into it. I didn't, like, fucking... Old MW had them gloves, and he thought he was cool, man. Yeah, I didn't buy no fucking... I didn't buy no hula hoops or no fucking pacifiers or anything like that, but I like going to the raves, and I like doing Molly. I was doing a little bit too much Molly at one point. I still, like... Wouldn't mind doing Molly every now and then. It shows up on the drug test though, so Ooh, not a good one. Yeah, so I don't do I don't do Molly anymore. But I fucking uh, growing up. I loved I loved doing Molly's one of my favorite drugs. I miss it, but at the same time, it's not. It's really like something you want to take in moderation. Um, it's not like I can do shrooms every weekend. I can do a little microdose. I can do a macrodose like once a month, and you know, shit straight. But is a macrodose just doing shrooms? Yeah, pretty much. You could have just said I can do shrooms or I can microdose. Yeah, yeah. Could have worked. Could've pretty worked. much. <laughs> I've never heard that term in my life. A macrodose is just yeah. a regular dose. I be doing. I be doing. I macrodose cigarettes. I be doing some five to seven grammar hammers, and I'll, I'll eat like a quarter at a time and fucking. Now, what do you do? What what are some of your favorite hobbies to do when you're on it? When I'm on shrooms, um, I like to write music. Hell yeah. I like to... Write some comedy on it, dude. I want to read your shroom comedy. Yeah, that's not a bad idea. Send it to me. I like to... um, 
I like to sometimes this this is usually like more of an experience that is a lot more intense for me off of acid. Like one time I did like three hits of acid and then I just laid, I laid in bed with my headphones in, in the dark and closed my eyes and like the fucking, the closed eye visuals were just insane going to the music and I could feel like when the bass dropped, it would like shoot a tingle down my spine and I like, I like doing that on shrooms. Um, You ever done DMT? No. I've never done DMT, but uh, last time I heard about it, um, the guy was uh, me in my bed, and it was, like, super intense, and it was, like, 2016. It was pretty intense, man. I'd like to do it. What happened? Uh, honestly, so it was so hard to really get there. I had tried it a couple times from what I had, and I, uh, he had tried it a couple times from what he had, and uh, then what only way I was able to do it was I hit it and then right before before I shot off or right before he shot off into zombie land he hit it again and then when that happened I literally saw like Looney Tune characters jumping around my room wow. or he saw he saw some crazy physicals there was Looney Tune characters like everything was like they had the physics of Looney Tunes so it was like honest like the bunny would like rotate around yeah. the room it was weird real trippy like slipping underneath my door and stuff underneath his door and stuff it was wild apparently like three seconds later i'm back to life and uh i thought it was three hours apparently if you take a couple hits and you don't like blast off you can have a lot of pretty fucked up experiences in that I state just, honestly I'll d i don't really have any or he didn't really have any experiences of being at blast off other than just like a feeling of like loss of control of motor phone functions i mean honestly uh, i think that would dope. be i think that would be something that'd be uh pretty cool to do uh with a professional in yeah. a professional setting maybe maybe along the lines of ketamine therapy or one of the other uh how'd you how'd you do it what was your method of ingestion uh the guy i knew he smoked it through a uh one hitter pipe you're supposed to smoke it in a crack pipe now i now why would he have a crack pipe well you get you get an oil burn to smoke dmt that. yeah you get <laughs> yeah, an oil know, burn I've, I've tried to buy a rose one time for a girlfriend and the guy was like you know want that i was like 13 and he gave me like a little trinket instead to <laughs> give her <laughs> Yeah, you gotta you gotta do it out of an oil burner. I mean, that's like the most. There are other ways to do it. That's like the most effective way to do it. I've never done it. I I'm did not take gonna do that as an adult. <laughs> I can't imagine I, I doing did. that as an adult. I that did. was insane as a child. Yeah. I have too much stress and responsibilities now. I don't want to see one of my kids' face on that. Yeah, nope. it'd, be, it'd be trippy. Never. It'd be trippy with kids. I did. I took one hit of DMT one time. I put it in a one hitter on top of some weed, and I hit it, and I got buzzing a little bit. Nothing really happened, but I had the DMT, and then I had like a really bad acid trip, and I got paranoid and fucking flushed it down the toilet. <laughs> And then I didn't have any DMT anymore. Um, it sucks. I want to do ketamine therapy, though. They'll, like, fucking... I've heard some good things yeah. about that, too. They'll send the fucking nasal spray to your house and just, like... I mean, I'd rather do it in a professional setting. Yeah, I think, I think me, too. Just, I mean, maybe once I do a couple set sessions or something and get once an you, idea. Yeah. Once you, like, know know what it's about, that's my thing with uh, the mescaline that I'm that I won't I'm do regular therapy. But I will do ketamine therapy. Yeah. I will not talk to somebody unless I'm on ketamine. Yeah. 
<laughs> that's funny. That's funny. But I'll do. That's my thing with the mescaline that I'm about to do is I'm 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 gonna have a sitter for it probably because I've never done it before. But apparently mescaline it can be pretty intense. But apparently there's not. It's it's usually there's aren't a lot of negative experiences off of it. It's like kind of a cross between Molly and uh, acid. I just hear like a lot of things about like you gotta attach with nature when you're on something natural like that. Yeah, that's that's the thing that I hear a lot about mescaline. It's like do it early in the morning because it lasts like 24 hours and then do it like in the woods early in the morning or something yeah that sounds like a great time honestly but out in the woods nothing but a hot dogs and a fishing pole yeah tent. yeah and then maybe something to defend against cougars do we get cougars i don't think we, we get got cougars. mountain lions out here Man, what are the chances that I've never seen a mountain lion in my entire life until it finds me? They're um, they're stealthy little fucks. You think I got a better chance against a black bear or a mountain lion? <sighs> depends on. I'm armed with a buck knife. Depends on the size of. I would say. I don't know, because if you get like a jacked mountain lion, like a 200 pounder, we'll say a one-year-old bear, a one-year-old black bear, a one-year-old ma- mountain lion. Nothing but a buck knife and a loincloth. I don't even have clothes on. I want to say a fucking mountain lion still, because bears are insane, but the uh, the bear's going to be... like a mountain lion's going to tear me up, the dude. The bear's <laughs> going to be bigger and stronger, but the mountain lion's just so fucking agile. But bears are pussies, usually. Like, unless the bear wants to attack you and is in a situation where it wants to attack you, yeah. that's why they say stand up to a bear. Yeah. They say sit the fuck down to a mountain lion. Yeah. You know, a bear, they want you to stand up, get big. I think maybe I lunge at that, get him one time with that little buck knife. He's out of there. Out of there. That mountain yeah. lion's going to let me cut its ear off, and then it's going to rip my face off. Yeah. Yeah, usually, like... I black figure I get one swing. Black bears are usually more aggressive, but it's if they've eaten a human before or if they're desperate, a black bear will, like, see a human as prey. Brown bears usually don't see the human as prey. It's usually, like, you're in their territory or you claim their meal or you, like, you're near their kid or their cubs or something like that. Yeah, I don't know. That's a tough one. I saw a black bear, a family of black bears in Gatlinburg, Tennessee, and they were just right there off the side of the road. I pulled over, stopped, got out the car, like, just super ignorant to everything they tell you not to do and i took a pic, couple pictures of them they were pretty cool but nothing they weren't scared at all they had no interest in me they weren't hungry to eat me they didn't think i was gonna hurt them it was sweet me and uh me and pj were in a log cabin up in gatlinburg and woke up one day went downstairs and there was a few black bears just in the backyard of the fucking log cabin and they don't care yeah they don't, they don't care they don't care don't I, feed uh, them you ever seen a moose I've w- never seen a moose. Always wanted to. It's so big, bro. They're fucking huge. It, like, knowing that a moose is huge, you go into it expecting it to be huge. And then you actually see one, and it's, like, shocking how huge it is. How tall are those things? Like, 10 God, foot? 12 feet. 12 yeah, feet? Yeah, 10, 12 oh feet. Oh, my God. That's twice this. I'm 6'3". They're fucking massive. That is insane. It's, like, they're, like, bigger than your truck. My oh, truck's not that big. I wish it was. It'd be like two, maybe like two or three cars, but they're fucking massive, bro. That, that's sweet. You know what one of my uh, bucket list animals I want to see in the wild is? What? I want to see wild horses. Yeah. 
I don't know if I've ever seen a wild horse. I've never, dude. I just, I think it'd be so cool. You're driving down like a big empty stretch of highway and you look over the left and you just see like three or four horses just galloping right alongside. Does that not sound like the most majestic thing? Sounds pretty fucking majestic. What kind of horse you got in Red Dead? I think I have the Missouri Fox Trotter. Oh, dude, that's one of the best ones. I got the, I want the Missouri Fox Trotter. I've been going really hard on that game. Yeah, I want the Missouri Fox Trotter. I got it. You know the, you know the mission where you steal horses from the Braithwaite's? Yes. You, if you, if before you like continue, once you pull up to the Braithwaite's, if you go to the stable and bond with one of the horses before you do the rest of the mission, then after the mission, that horse will be bonded to you and you'll be able to go get it. I always try to find horses as much as I can. That's kind of my uh, favorite way to do it because I feel like it's so much more of a experience when you jump off of the horse you're on and then you mm-hmm. got the other one bucking you. You got to get it. Yep. And then you can finally put a saddle on it. It's like you, you earned that. You yeah. Know? You get that. Yeah. White Arabian too, you could find it out in the wild. That one's sweet. You might have to look up online how to get it. See it the thing. The thing about the White Arabian is it's the fastest horse in the game, but it's a race horse, so its temperament is kind of skittish. So it'll buck you off and like run away from yeah. conflict a lot. The Turkmen is which is what I got during that Braithwaite's mission. The Turkmen's like one bar slower than the Arabian, but. It's a war horse. See, on online, it doesn't really matter what horse you have after you get uh, start buying some of the more expensive saddles. I mean, you could have the worst horse in the game, and it'll still run faster than the best horse in the game with all really? those saddles. Yeah, because the stats only go so high. Yeah. They become, like, so negligible, like, you can't even tell the difference. I got, I got the best saddle and stirrup in uh, fucking story mode, but... I never bought a saddle really? stirrup in story mode. I just didn't care. Yeah, I got the. It's like a hundred bucks. You get the two top of the line ones, um, but uh, but the white Awa- Arabian apparently like its temperament's better. So the war horses have like the Missouri Fox Trotter's a war horse. It has better health and fucking temperament and shit. But I've been I've been looking for a Fox Trotter. They're hard to find. I don't know if you could find them wild. I don't remember. I bought mine. I don't remember if you could find. There's. Them wild. I saw a uh, I saw a YouTube video. There's a group of bounty hunters that you can steal one from oh okay somewhere out in the world yeah i was gonna say i don't think i ever saw one out in the world i had to wait till i was john and then i had to buy it i got a uh i got a nakota from a group of bounty hunters or a group of o'driscoll's actually i ain't never been a horse thief i got well if you get if you get them from the (laughs) if you get them from the o'driscoll's your honor doesn't go down i think if you steal from a bounty hunter you lose honor what's your honor like max you got good max, honor? Max good. I, tr- I try to do good honor. I, uh, you don't need to try to do good honor until the last uh, last uh, chapter. I was honestly, I was like, man, I started. So I don't know how far you are, but you start getting these visions, and you can see like a, it'll, he'll have a vision of a black wolf. Mm-hmm. That, that's the type of death he's going to have if he's really low honor. I had those all the way up to the end of the game, and then right at the end of the game, I pulled it out, and I got the good honor ending. <laughs> yeah, I'd be, doing, I'd be doing chores and shit at camp. Oh, I don't ever do those. Yeah, I'll be doing chores and shit. I, like, give money to the homeless people. I try not to do any, like, I try not to rob people, but... I went and started all the stories so that all the, like, side missions, at least start them. So that way when you come back as John and you finish them, it's kind of a cooler story. It's like, oh, I remember Arthur. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I want um pull off a train robbery soon, but I try to like avoid getting bounties and shit. I you ever accidentally run somebody over with your horse and get a murder charge? Dude, I was playing online like first week 
and I got a little buzzed up while I was playing and I woke up the next day and my bounty was like a thousand dollars and honestly dude I didn't even have a thousand dollars it was just going up and yeah. up and up and up I was just fucking murdering yeah. towns murdering people it was just getting insane if you get arrested does your bounty go away I uh, don't know I don't think so I think you gotta you get arrested and then you gotta pay it no shit yep Maybe if you have the money when you get arrested. I'm not really sure. I never got arrested. I think I rage quit the game after I had like a super high bounty and then I was too drunk to figure out where the guys were coming from. Yeah, I'm still, I think I'm on chapter five. I just got to St. Denis. Oh yeah, you need to start working on your honor, buddy. Well, I got good honor. Uh I'm like, I got like probably 80% on the good side. Probably like four-fifths honor. (laughs) That's good. Um, Pet dogs. Yeah, pet, I don't pet think that gives you honor. It's just cool to do. I pet a dog with fucking mange one time. <laughs> oh shit, it's fucking. Oh, I didn't get sick. But did you find a you find a mission where the uh, guy kid lost his dog. I think it's Emerald Ranch. Kid loses his dog. And then you go find the dog for him, and then the guy kid goes and beats his dog. Mm, I don't think so. Like, man, I shouldn't have got good honor for this. I like, just gave it back to an abuser, bro. I like stumbling on the fucking KKKs. Yeah, man, I only found them once, and then I think I, I accidentally drove by the second one and just lost it. Every time, like, every time you see them, something fucked up happens. Like, a cross falls on them, or they try to light it on fire, and they all burn to death. Yeah. They, like, make fools out of them. It's pretty Pre- funny. Pretty funny. But if, if you kill them, you get honor. If you yes. kill the KKKs. You get honor. But if uh, one makes it away, if you miss one, you can. Uh, they give you a bounty. The one makes it home. Because he, like, gives reports you a it. Yeah, he yeah. goes back home. How the hell are you going to be report that somebody attacked you when you were doing a cl- calm, peaceful KKK rally? Well, the fucking, the fucking <laughs> peaceful. A lot of those guys are probably law enforcement. Yeah, I'm sure of that. Yeah. Modern day KKK. Still a lot of that. I'm still God, a lot of that. Still a lot of Imagine that. being like, <laughs> how do you even like? I don't understand how. <laughs> just what makes I don't get I don't get the KKK thing. Like people take that shit, and, and it, it's kind of funny. Like if you if you look at videos of KKK rallies, like the guys are just kind of like obviously dumb. <laughs> yeah, you know the worst. Why is it that the worst kind of people? of our entire race are the ones that think they're the best. Like, usually the guys that are KKK, like, anti-everything, the real, real racists have about one tooth between them and God. Yeah, one tooth between them and God, and they're <laughs> over here talking about fucking supremacy. We're, we're the supreme race. <laughs> yeah. yeah. looking at you can't even stand in the sun for four hours. They're always fat. <laughs> they're always fat or they're so bone skinny. <laughs> Their girlfriends are gross. I wonder if, like, the women... They're not even chewing tobacco. They're gumming tobacco. Yeah. I wonder if, like, the women who fucking like marry those guys i wonder if they're really about it or if it's like something they don't like about their husband and they just tolerate you know i assume that they don't really have any judgment of themselves you know because up until recently like it was really kind of kind of sad the way you would see these girls just be submissive to guys so i think a lot of them girls are still in that boat and I mean, it's good to see that it's not like that well, anymore. Well, especially, especially in that. Because I'm a sub myself. Especially in that kind of. <laughs> are you really? <laughs> <laughs> especially in that kind of culture, like down south, those more traditional fucking whites. Honestly, where I grew up down south, it was kind of mixed. You said you've been to Mobile. Like it was majority. The public schools were majority black. But I will say, like, they didn't. 
the people that are in charge down there, when I was a kid at least, they did not really, uh, I don't think they really ended the whole civil rights, uh, whites only thing very well. Yeah. Um, I remember going to a playground one time and walking over to I'm the listening. drinking fountain and the sign is very obviously there that says whites only, but they just rolled a nice coat of white paint over top of it. Pretty, pretty interesting. Let me call Echo. Calling Echo, but yeah, there's still sundown towns, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm sure there is. It's not like legal to enforce the laws, but they fucking enforce them. Yeah. Yeah, that should still exist. Definitely do. Let's see. Eric, you want more? Frozen. So how about Sugar Sean? Sugar Sean with the shit for the boss. So I think I have to go get Echo. Yeah, go get him. Gotta go get him. But yeah, Sugar fucking Sean, man. I didn't think he was gonna win the fight. I did. I didn't think he was gonna. Oh, I wasn't. My microphone was off. I um. But yeah, I didn't think. Uh, I got it. <laughs> yeah, I didn't think he was. Uh, I didn't think he was gonna win. I thought Aljamain's ground game was gonna be too much for him. Um, but nah, he pulled it off. It was a, it was a decent knockout too. Some people were saying early stoppage. I don't think so. No way. That man had he. Did you not see the stoppage? No, I saw the stoppage. Man, he got knocked out, and then hit, knocked back awake, then knocked back out, then knocked back awake. Yeah. And then they stopped. Well, him. he was he got he got hit, and then he was pounding, but he was he wasn't defending himself. Yeah. Hands and then were down. he rolled over onto his back and kind of yeah. I think it was a good stoppage. Some people are saying early stoppage. I don't think so. But Aljo didn't say that. Yeah. He, Al- he Aljo said it was good. He knew. He knew what was, was up. He knew he yeah. lost. Yeah, but um, yeah, man, it's good. Sugar Sean's fucking exciting, man. Man, I made so much money off him last night. Did you? Yeah. Yep. Because I bet him, not just him, I bet him by knockout. Well, he was a dog too. He was a dog. I only had one bet. The only bet I lost was the backup bet that it was gonna go the distance. That way, I made some money just in case he didn't knock him out. You yeah. Know? I didn't think it was gonna go the distance. How much you win? Uh, not major, just a couple hundred. Couple hundred. Yeah, a little something, something. Yeah, I don't, I don't do, I don't do a lot of sports betting. Dude, do. he was. It, you, it was, if you would have put a dollar on him, you would have made three dollars. Not bad. That's pretty, man. That's pretty good odds. Because everybody really thought that Sugar Sean was going to get knocked out. Aljo just I got didn't knocked think, out in his last fight. I didn't think he was going to get knocked out or thought, submitted. Yeah, I thought he was going to get submitted. Um, did Aljo lose his last fight? Yep, got knocked out in his last fight. It was his first knockout. I thought he was the champ. Oh, not his last fight. Right before the last yeah, fight, he lost. yeah, yeah. Last fight he lost. He uh, got knocked out. How long you been into UFC? Ah, uh, Spike. Spike, really? Wow. <laughs> yeah. I didn't get it. You know Chris Johnson, right? Yeah, I love Chris. Yeah, I um. Started hanging out with Chris Johnson in 2014. I remember Chuck Liddell. Chuck, really? Yep. And I, I never, Forrest. I never, uh, I was never in the UFC, but then fucking Chris Johnson got me into it. Dude, it was every. so painful, man. Yeah. <laughs> that shit used to be so savage. I just wish I would have been around in the days of Don Fry. You ever seen that video of Don Fry fighting, uh, oh, I can't remember the Asian guy's name, but he was like the karate master of the world or some shit. Nah. Dude, dude he literally, they don't block, they don't defend, not one time. Well, it is used full to be go until he beat, he hits this guy like a hundred times in less than one round. You used to be able to knee people on the ground and 
hit him in the nuts. And I still think you should be able to hit somebody on the ground. I think you should be able to hit somebody in the back of the head that's on the ground. I think you should. I, I can see back of the head. Um, I think a knee to a downed opponent's fucking insane, though. I, th- I, think it's, I think it's perfectly fair. And the only reason I think they should make that a rule is because of guys like Aljo. Aljamain Sterling is one of the smartest rule-playing ba- rule fighters, man. He'll sit there and lay on the ground with uh, all four, his uh, both his hands, both his knees down, not even being defending himself just because he knows they're not allowed to hit him. Yeah. They can't hit him in the back of the head. I think I think if somebody wants to get down and play that crotch sniff and wrestling stuff, man, you should be able to come in with like a big ass overhand to right to the back of the temple. Yeah, I tell you what, you'll only be sitting like that once. Once that head hits that mat, you're not gonna do that again. Yeah, I can definitely I can definitely see that. Um, fucking, who are some of your favorite fighters? Ooh, all time or right now? Just right now. Ooh, right now. I mean, Sugar Sean, the other Sean, Strickland. Absolute goat. I really, really, uh, man, I told my wife uh, a few days ago, I was like, man, I have to watch two of my favorite fighters lose in the next month. And then Sugar Sean won. So maybe, maybe Sean Strickland's got it. Uh, maybe. Is he, Who's he fighting? Is he uh, Israel Adesanya? Oh, shit. Yeah. I like Adesanya. (laughs) Everybody does, too. I like Adesanya. (laughs) But you know what, uh, man? Dude, Sean is a beast, man. (laughs) I like fucking Islam Makashev. I like the fucking Dagestani guys. I like any, uh, yeah, any fighter that's name ends with a V, I would be terrified to fight. Any, like, when when Khabib fought Conor, bro, like, nobody wanted Conor to win. I want or Khabib to win. I wanted Khabib to win so fucking bad. Dude, Khabib was the nice guy, but that doesn't sell. I mean, look at, I mean, look at WWE. Who do we remember? The bad guys. Yeah. Undertaker. Yeah. Yeah, I like I like that about Khabib though. He's a uh, well people people remember John Cena. So people like the baby face sometimes. Yeah. Rob Van Dam, John Cena, fucking DX were DX were baby faced. Uh, they yeah, were that's like true, but they were like kind of dirty. Everybody still. likes that villain, man. Why do you think yeah. they made a Joker movie? Yeah. That was a good we like too. that, dude. We love. We want to see the bad guy. We don't necessarily want to see the bad guy succeed, but the times have changed, man. Yeah. I mean, I want to. I want to see the shit talking as dude win the fight. Yeah. Like I love to see a dude like. Uh, Sugar Sean, he said, uh, watch it, Sports Center tomorrow. Uh, Sugar Sean O'Malley knocks out Aljamain Poopstain Sterling. Poopstain Sterling. <laughs> that, that night after he got his uh, championship belt, they said, hey, you think you're going to be on Sports Center? Yep. I like, um, I like Derek Lewis a lot. Derek Lewis is an absolute animal. I would rather be hit by a truck than Derek Lewis. Yeah. I like um, – as a fighter, I like John Jones. I love watching him fight. John, I like John Jones as a person, other than like the whole you know like beat your wife, wife stuff. shit. Yeah, yeah like but did you mind. see the time that he stopped the robbery? No. Yeah, John Jones was on his way to a fight. Right, he stops a robbery. An old lady gets her purse stolen or something. He chases the guy down, beats the hell out of the guy, pins the guy down, holds him for police, goes in that night, knocks out the guy he was fighting. No shit. Yeah, John Jones is a real-life superhero. John Jones would be probably Superman. If there was a Superman flying around, I'd be like, that motherfucker's John Jones. I think man's just got a drug problem. (laughs) Dude, cocaine is a hell of a drug. What did Dana White say? Cocaine's not cheap. Yeah. It's expensive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, see, John Jones. Who else is born? I like Israel. I like Usman. Um, a lot of people hate on Usman. I like Usman. I like Usman. Mar Usman is an absolute dog. So you're, uh, 
you're a basketball fan. Uh, insane. Insane. Duke Blue Devils right here. Okay. Local local boy from St. Louis uh, played there, and now he's uh, one of the best players in the world. Old Tatum? Old Jason Tatum, yes, Old sir. Jason Tatum. I saw Jason Tatum at a Lil Wayne concert one time. It was um, Lil Wayne. I think Jeezy was there, and I forget. Get who else? You had no right to be there. And then I fucking love Lil Wayne. I know it's, it's not your culture. That was the second. <laughs> that was the second time I saw Jeezy. Not when you say Jeezy, man. Jeezy's I, not for our culture. I fucking love Jeezy too. I, would, I, I love I like, Gucci Mane, I like but I don't Gucci think Mane. I can go. I like Gucci Mane more, but I like Jeezy too. But fucking, there was hella white people there. That's how Do rap. I smell pussy. That's how no, that's Jeezy. That's how rap concerts are, bro. It's all yeah. fucking. Yeah. Oh, I know. People. Nowadays it is. But um. But LA Fours was there, and LA Fours was supposed to open for Lil Wayne. But then they did like they did the thing where like we're gonna put him on last because it's his home city. And then after Lil Wayne, everybody fucking leaves. Yeah, for except sure. for the people who were there for LA Fours. I'm there for Lil Wayne. <laughs> yeah, but fucking um, Jason Tatum came out on stage with LA Fours, and LA Fours kept trying to turn him up, and he was just standing still like recording. <laughs> Bro, he ain't trying to get John ja Morant. Nah, no nah, man, that dude, that dude ruined his whole life. First of all, I never really liked John ja Morant because, yeah, he was good, but he's a pretty good scorer, but he wasn't putting up that good of numbers. But, man, he's probably a better shooter in the streets than he is in the uh, court. I saw he's the best shooter in the league. Pow, pow. Um, <laughs> I got a John ja Morant jersey. I fucks with John ja Morant. I don't man. know why. But, like, imagine, like. Thank God I never bought a Kyrie jersey when he was on the Nets. So, imagine, imagine that. Imagine that fucking, like, Tyler Hero gets on Instagram Live while he's hunting ducks with a gun. Way different. Way different, but... Is he, is he hunting ducks at uh, City Park uh, in his car <laughs> <laughs> on the north side of St. Louis? He, um, what's interesting is, like, because he got... Ja got in trouble for that the first time. And then the second time, like, his boy was on live, and he pans over to Ja Morant, and Ja's like, oh, shit, he's on live. I got to get my gun out. Yeah, bro, you did that to yourself. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, maybe, honestly, man, I'm not going to... I'm not necessarily going to knock him because I don't know what type of situations he got himself into. I don't know if the NBA is still the way it was back in the day, but, man, back in the day, you could be in with some hard motherfuckers yeah. in the NBA. Like, yeah. you get that you get that contract all of a sudden, like, you know, you got gangbangers and some real people riding with you. Now, all of a sudden, you're an op, you're uh, ops to somebody. Well, there's a lot of guys like DeMar DeRozan grew up in a fucking in Compton, a crip neighborhood. Right. Or maybe it was a blood neighborhood. I don't Absolutely. know. But you see you see a lot of guys in the NBA, like their celebrations are throwing up gang signs. Yeah. A lot yeah. of them a lot of them are affiliated. And that's just how like you grow up in those neighborhoods, you really don't have a choice. Right. But the thing is he didn't grow up in that no, neighborhood. He didn't. He, he <laughs> no, chose he didn't. that neighborhood. He might have, you know, yeah, he's a fan of the culture. So he probably was going out to clubs, going out, you know, just kind of doing his thing, having fun, and he ran across these people. And that's what his idea cool is, being raised so privileged. Yeah. I mean, you can, I mean, I blame a lot of it on the media. Yeah. Well, it's just, it's, he's, yeah, he's trying to be cool. Mm. And that's all it is. And really, he's going to end up ruining his life because he's not going to be worth, he's not going to be worth enough as a player to bro be able had, to make up. Bro was about to get maxed the fuck out. He still yeah, might get maxed the fuck out. I hope not. He, yeah, I mean. Actually, dude, I hope he gets stuck in Memphis. If I had, if I had two, three hundred mil on the fucking table, bro. I'm, I'll stop cussing. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'll stop LeBron cussing. ain't never even been caught cheating. I'll stop masturbating. I'll stop fucking. 
I'll go to church. I'm, pl- I'm playing in a church basketball court. That's the only place I'm practicing. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. You got so you got an opportunity like that. You don't waste it. So you're a Cavs fan? Is that your, your favorite squad? Yep, been a Cavs fan all the way since AI retired. Were you were you a Sixers fan before that? I was an AI fan. I got I got an AI jersey too. Oh, that's what's up, dude. Yeah. I was a big AI fan, and I, I think that's why I fell so in love when we finally did get Kyrie. Would have been uh, twenty. 13 I think was the year we they got are, him. They are they are kind of similar. And then he sat for 13 and then in 14 he came out and just those handles he had yeah. dude, they were just they're unstoppable. He's got the best handles in the league. There's yeah. nobody nobody does it better. AI was the original John Morant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh Shaq's the number one selling uh NBA rapper. Yeah. Yeah. Shaq Diesel actually had some hits, bro. You know what's funny? Who's funny? <laughs> Carl Malone. Carl Malone, mailman. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking, didn't he like rape a 14-year-old? Yeah, I don't think it was rape, though. I think he married a 14-year-old. that's so fucking weird. Yeah, it's super weird. So fucking weird. The postman. Not post-birth date, but post. Post. <laughs> Basketball post. Basketball post. He, um, and you're in a football, too. Yes. Who's your football squad? Ooh, man, you know, I'm kind of, I'm a Kansas City fan right now just okay. because I try to keep it local, and it's pretty easy to bandwagon. Uh, I'm not going to lie to you and say that. I was a Rams fan. Um, I was a Cam Newton fan. I followed him from Auburn. I mean, when he okay. was that uh, BCS championship, man, I was such a Cam Newton fan. So I followed him to uh, Carolina, and then, yeah, after that I gave up. Honestly, I think he deserves a job. I think he deserved a job, and they never gave him a yeah. uh, team around him. That's the unfortunate he, part. He, when there was a couple, when he got to the Super Bowl with the Panthers, they had a squad, but for the most part, when he was in Carolina, he didn't have a lot of support. Well, he's only the second one to ever really play at that uh, rate and at that skill level. Yeah. So he's a running quarterback. The only other person that had done something like that before was Michael Vick. Yeah. So most of those Michael Vick plays were probably out of their playbook by then. Yeah. He took advantage of a hole, and then the next year they're like, all right, bring back the Vick plays. Mm-hmm. He's getting shut down. He's got to throw out of the pocket. He can't throw out of the pocket because he's a running quarterback. Yeah. It is what it is, man. I'm a I'm a Bears fan. That sucks. I'm sorry. Yeah, I know. I'm, a, I'm all Chicago sports teams. How's uh, Ben DiNucci doing these days? I don't even know who the fuck that is. Wasn't that the kicker that uh, hit the goalpost? Oh, no, that was Cody Parkey, I think. I thought it was Ben DiNucci. It might have been. Or maybe he was for the Cowboys. I think it was Cody Parkey. He, uh, he doesn't play for him anymore. <laughs> that dude went on a whole fucking apology tour. He went on yeah, a Yeah, I would too, dude. You almost, you guys almost had a shot there for a little man. while, man. That was a good year. I think I'm kind of hopeful this year. We got Tremont or Tremaine Edmonds. Um, we got we got a good secondary. We got Eddie Jackson still. Um, DJ Moore. I want to see old Josh Allen come out and actually have a good year this year. I'm I'm interested in seeing how Justin Fields plays with some weapons. Um, Jordan Love is going to be uh, benched. You think so? Yeah, I've what? already been, I've been watching some training camp plays. Oh my God, some of the oh, and some of the preseason games. Man, he might as well just be playing for the Lions. Shit. Yeah, he's gonna get them uh, closer to the Super Bowl than he'll get the Packers. <laughs> the Lions are in the same uh, division, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I thought. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I like I don't know. I just like uh, the Packers are really one of the only teams that I actually dislike. I kind of like every year I like You didn't like Far or uh 
Rodgers? I'm a Bears fan, bro. I got I know, hate, but I gotta man, Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers. I like, I like Aaron. He went off on an ayahuasca retreat. I like Aaron Rodgers. I like Aaron Rodgers. I just don't like the Packers. He's playing for the Jets now. It's all good. Um, but I, li- I like stories. So, like, I wanted the Bengals to win the Super Bowl last year once playoff time came around here. I like Bengals Joe Shiesty. Um, Joe Shiesty. They got the dopest uniforms in the game. Yeah, me. they do. Um, I like the Jags. Um... Who else do I like? I don't know. I'm more I'm more cheer for like certain players. I like the Browns. <laughs> I do like the Browns. I, I like all things Brown. Yeah, me too. Yep. Especially pieces of feces. Oh, no, um, not so much. <laughs> I, I didn't take it there. He did. So are you a baseball fan? A little bit, man. It's been hard for me to be a baseball fan because I'm a Cardinals fan and I am such a bandwagon Cardinals fan. Are you? Yeah, dude, I can't. I can't watch them when they suck, dude. You only I start like it when they're ev- Well, I start every year. I'm gonna watch these games. I'm gonna keep up with this every year. I start that, and then I make it maybe a month in, and then I'm I'm either lost until the Cardinals start really kicking ass, or I never. There's too many games for me to just keep up with them. But I will like when playoff time comes around. I start getting really into it. Um, I like watching the highlights. But I'm a, I'm a White Sox fan, so I'm used to losing. We have one good year. <laughs> I was like, I actually used to like the White Sox, man, because I had a. Uh, I pulled a signed baseball card out of a pack of tops when I was a kid. Oh, no shit. No idea who it was. No idea where it went. But I remember being a White Sox fan just because I it was like a cool-ass foil signed card. Yeah. Yeah, I pulled it out of a pack of tops, man. And I, I like I like the Cubs, but I like the White Sox more. So, you, I mean, is your family all from Illinois? Uh, I was born in Champaign, Illinois. That explains the Chicago. And, yeah, I watched mostly Chicago sports going up. But we come – I went to a Cardinals game before I went to any Chicago sports game. Um, and I went and saw – I went to a Blues game before I ever went to a Blackhawks game. But I did – no, because I went to a – when they were doing renovations to Soldier Field, the Bears played at the Illini's fucking stadium. Oh, that's what's so up. So that was the first professional game that I went to. That was back when they had Brian Urlacher and shit. Oh, hell yeah. Um, so I went. I was like six or seven, I think, and I went to a Bears game at a s- fucking, uh, I forget what the fucking name of the stadium is, but the stadium where the University of Illinois football I, team I, plays. Yeah, I don't remember. I've been there. I've been there. I uh, had to do Jimmy John's training at the U of I, and then I had to go to Purdue. No shit. Yeah, really? Sent me on for two weeks to learn how to make sandwiches more efficiently. <laughs> I think it was mostly about running the restaurant, but yeah. I like to say I went to sandwich college. Yeah. And I did come back with a degree as a certified sandwich master. Look at that. Look at that. That's so funny they do that, like the fucking McDonald's, Ronald McDonald school. <laughs> well, you, you know the funny part is I went to this training to be a certified sandwich master, right? And I came home, and I'm looking for a frame to put this uh, degree I got in. I'm like, man, I finally got something to put up on the wall. So I only had one frame that was the right side, and it was my ordainment in the church, and I took that down and put the uh, certified sandwich master. You ordained? Yep. I'm ordained, too, in Missouri. I forsaked God for sandwiches. (laughs) That's fucking hilarious. You ever married anybody? No. Nope. It's like the whole reason. I didn't even, like, it was so easy. You just go to a website and get ordained. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Uh, Universal Life Church. Yep. Yeah, yeah that's exactly you, what it is. <laughs> the only problem was you bought the thing. You buy the uh, ordainment, and it's an official ordainment, but in order to practice in Illinois, I had to buy another $50 pack. So I had to buy, like, this pack with all these different reference letters and all yeah. this other stuff. But I got it all approved. I am good to marry anybody that wants to get married. I actually got a buddy that I'm going to keep trying to talk him into doing it because he knows I'm ordained. Mm-hmm. I'm like, let's go, bro. 
I don't even want to be the best man. I want to be the best man of God. <laughs> yeah, I've been trying to talk Echo and let me marry him and Bree if they ever get married. That's what's she up, said, man. He says that her uncle wants to do it, and I'm like, yeah. I want to do a gay marriage. Dude, that'd be great. That'd be fucking awesome. That'd be fucking awesome. Dude, gay people probably have the best parties. I guarantee they got those little tiny quiches. It's like the size of a tart. Oh, man. Ain't no bitches, though. There's hella bitches. Probably. You're probably right. But I'd bring my wife, so I don't really care. Yeah, no, that's not really, right, that's right. Not really in it for bitches. Yeah, you're married. You're married. Plus, I'd be a man of the cloth. Well, you're not going to hook up with... Who the hell goes, I'm going to hook up with the reverend? Nobody <laughs> does that. That's that's like the worst. Last person you're going to hook up with. I'll hook up with drunk uncle before I hook up with See, reverend. Feel, you, know, you know why they made Catholic, Catholic priests have to take a vow of celibacy? Because they're fucking everybody. Oh, I believe it. They're fucking. Oh, I believe that's that. That's a position of power, bro. If you if you're yeah. the guy that marries the people at the wedding, you can you got some pull. Yeah, you I, got don't, some I pole. don't think necessarily these days. Also, I don't think that uh, gay people have like uh, Christian services. Yeah, it'd probably be pretty hard. I mean, it depends on what type of Christianity you are. But well, you, know, you just be you just be the guy you just be the guy marrying because like the Universal Life Church, I think, is a non-denominational thing. No. So you'd be the guy you just be the guy marrying the fucking people. But what do I read out of if I don't read out of the Bible? You just write a speech like you're doing a stand-up bit. Dude, I will literally use some stand-up lines in it. Yeah, I'll I'll just go to Chat GTP and be like, "Yo, I gotta marry some people." Right. Hey, I down. saw this one. It said, uh, "If anybody has any issues with this union, speak now and forever hold your peace." And the wife and all the groomsmen pulled out their peace. It was pretty sweet. I saw one. I saw one online where they they did the speak now thing, and then the side piece stood up and was like, "Hell nah, <laughs> you're not about to." Yeah. Oh, for real? You wasn't just with me last week? And then everybody's like, oh, my God. <laughs> Bitch, I'm pregnant. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, yeah, I got married in a courthouse. Yep. That's how most people I know got married. Dude, honestly, it was the best. You know, I asked my wife to marry me like a year before we actually got married. And then it was, I think it was like a Friday. I just looked at her and I was like, hey, you want to get married this weekend? We're like, yeah. So we went up. We had to go on Friday. You got to wait 24 hours to make sure you're not like drunk or going to back out. Yeah. And we went back up there. I was, uh, I stayed up the whole night before doing uh, a drug that I never did before in my life. Nice. So uh, I didn't do drugs. I don't, done them. I don't know if I could get married, man. Oh, man, you should. I I don't know. Because it's, it's so such much a, easier. It's so much easier. It's such a risk, though. Bro, you ever you ever have a buddy come to you and he's like hurting, like over having his broken heart, and like he's not gonna cry because like you guys are adult males now, but like mm-hmm. you can see the pain in yeah. your buddy's eyes. Yeah, I don't really feel that anymore because like I, you know, I'm married, so I don't really care. I don't really care for rejection. I don't feel like I don't ever feel like if I like wa- say something nice to a girl that they think I'm hitting on them because I'm not. But isn't it just like? I mean, you could still have that without being legally married, though, right? Just yeah. being a committed relationship. Yeah, 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 yeah. I guess, you know, for me, I think marriage had more to do with religion than it did necessarily. Are you are you religious? Yeah, I'm okay. a Baptist. Oh, yeah. nice. I mean, look, 90% of my tattoos are crosses. Yeah. I got 999. Hey, shouts out. Is that a... Juice World, baby. That's uh, Echo's fucking name on 
Is it XX Xavier? That's why I got it. Actually, I got it because I'm a really big fan of this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> is nine 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 a religious thing? <laughs> no, it's uh, it's actually some Juice World. I, I don't know if he came up with it, but uh, the whole re- when I heard the real reason behind it, I actually really started to like it. And the whole point of it is, you know, you can have any situation that's a six six six, a bad situation, mm-hmm. and that's just your perspective, man. If you go look at it from a different angle, try to make some changes, you can turn it to a nine nine nine. Interesting. Nine nine is all positivity. Interesting. Yeah, man, it's all about the way you're looking at it. Like if I think, man, I can't afford to make my rent this week. I can't afford to pay my truck payment. Man, I got a house over my head. I got a truck payment. They ain't finna take it if you miss one. Fucking look at your arm. (laughs) Nine, nine, nine. Right, nine, nine, nine. Flip it over. Yeah. Fucking, um, bitching. Um, I'm hungry, dude. Yeah. I think I'm going to go get something to eat. I got a pot of chili at home. Oh. Yeah, I'm about to go eat some chili. I guarantee there's not an ounce of spice in it. Mm, chili. White people chili, bro. Best kind of chili. No, it's not. No, it's not. No, it's, no, not, it's not, bro. Not. No, I, I want my chili with no beans. Is extra hot. Yeah, I definitely like no beans. I can tolerate beans, but I prefer no beans. But definitely hot. Definitely hot. Is your uh, is your wife Mexican? No, but you would think so. She's tan. Everybody thinks so. Yeah. Yeah, she's tan. She's uh, I mean, her family uh is I think her dad's like half Native American. So okay. Like a quarter or something. That makes that's almost yeah, Mexican. Like, I don't know if it's half or like he's a quarter, but there's something somewhere in there. You can tell. Just by the skin tone, they're olive people, which is pretty cool. My kids are both pale. Yeah? Yeah. I'm not even supposed to be the color I am. I just literally work in the sun all the time. Are your parents black? Yep. Mine too. From the waist down. Um, From the waist down. I can't do an yep. Irish accent. The only, the only thing I got was the big feet. I didn't get any of the big anything else. Do you got any uh, impressions or accents? Uh, you mean, I can give you, give you one. All right. All right. Dad Drew, how are you doing today? <laughs> I got you a present, Dad Drew. I got an extra chromosome. <laughs> that wasn't what I was expecting, but I it'll dude, honestly, that wasn't what I was going to go for. And it just <laughs> honestly, I took a deep breath to do like a Pee Wee Herman. And like <laughs> I, when I took that deep breath, it just like came over me, the spirit of autism, <laughs> you know, the ghost of autistics past. And I just, it came out, man. <laughs> you have any social media you want people to follow you on? Man? Yeah, man, right now, uh, you most, promote? mostly you can find me at uh, TikTok. Look up Not Good at Drywall. Uh, I'm good at everything else, just not good at drywall. It's like sexual tension, but it's violent. Um, other than that, uh, most of my socials will become more active as uh, my TikTok does. It's Drewzy underscore main on TikTok. Really cool podcast on Instagram. The really cool podcast on streaming services and YouTube. And we gonna sign out this bitch. Peace. Ta-ta. Sweet.